0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Power Word Chill, a D&D podcast hosted by a bunch of wrist nerds. I am your D- illustrious DM, Cameron William Barger, and I am joined by my good, good friends, Bridget Jansen. Hi. Molly Mobley. <laughs>
1: Hello.
0: And Dylan Cole Reyes.
2: Hi, Hello, everybody. It is early morning. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is.
0: <laughs> um... My my good friends, Romans and/or countrymen, would you like to tell the audience a little bit, a little bit about yourselves?
2: Sure, I think we definitely would. Sure.
0: <laughs> Who would like to go first?
2: Uh, we can start in the order that you named us.
0: All right, Bridget, you are up first. I instinctively looked over where you would be sitting if we were at our dining room table when Aww, I said that.
3: <laughs> <I'm> dining <ridden. laughs> <laughs> But
0: Bridget the floor is yours.
3: Okay. Hi, everybody. So, um, I am a pre-nursing student I'm getting ready to apply to programs, which is super exciting for me. Um I enjoy reading, writing, dancing, singing, playing D&D with my lovely good good friends. Um Yeah, that's about it (laughs) If you have any more questions, just ask me later (laughs) (laughs)
0: Alright, Molly, would you like to go next?
1: Sure, Um, I'm Molly I am a double major In business and English creative writing I'm working Currently as a server uh, At a a, uh, old folks home But I did put in my two weeks And i am decided to be Out of there Carol, you can't get mad at me anymore For not giving you tartar sauce
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, Carol, if you're listening to this
1: Fuck you (laughs)
3: I don't think Carol's listening to a D&D podcast, guys. I don't
2: what? think she knows what a podcast is.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. Uh, anything else?
1: Um, I like macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I don't know. Except good choice, good because choice. Because I don't like
3: mac and cheese.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I'm
0: moving. <laughs> and what do you dislike, Molly? What are your innermost fears?
1: Wow, it's got kind
0: of dark um. yeah um and with that let's move to our final player dylan cole would you like to tell the audience a little bit something about yourself dylan
2: totally so uh, my name is Dylan, as you've heard. Um, I am an artist of sorts, connoisseur. That's bullshit. I'm. I consider myself a jack of all trades. Um, I do 3D printing. I do, you know, T-shirt design, uh, website design. I do audio development. Um, I'm the audio producer for this podcast, so any of the editing, uh, sound effects will hear are here me. Um, I am. Uh, let's see. I can. I've done the video thing for a while, special effects, that kind of thing. So I consider myself an artist of media in some way um, and so you maybe you'll get a little snippets of that throughout the uh, thing and side adventures and in you know little snippets here and there but that's just essentially who I am I like Power Rangers and Pokemon and an interesting thing about me is that I once got a chance to meet a famous podcast host uh, 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 John Patrick Cohen, and in the like two minutes I had to meet and greet with him, I completely forgot that he was vegetarian, and I offered him uh, some buffalo wings, to which he just looked at me. So that's, I mean, that's very in character from if anyone listens to Hey Riddle Riddle, it's a great, great podcast. Don't listen to that until you've finished ours, though uh yeah it was great
0: i didn't know this when when we started making this podcast and now we are at blood war you have started a blood feud with another podcast oh no and i don't want to go up against riddlemeisters i i think i'm the only Riddle Meister we have and i'm not the best
2: no i i i, I can whip out one or two a year so uh yeah no i think uh,
0: once when the blue moon rises, Dylan Dylan Reyes whips out his riddles, um, and the waterbenders
2: lose their powers. <laughs>
0: um, well, enough about erotic uh, erotic riddle making. Hi, I'm Cameron William Barger, your illustrious DM. And a little bit about me is that I am an actor and a musical theater uh, person. I'm well, it's what I'm studying. You mean a I am getting. <laughs> yes a thespian wow (laughs) using all the fancy theater terms but um i'm currently studying to get my bfa in musical theater or original works in uh at cornish college of the arts in seattle whoop whoop go game hens uh even though we only just got our mascot like three years ago and before i even came here but you know that's how it be um i really enjoy dungeons and dragons and writing stories and reading currently i am playing the new fire emblem game which is awesome i've been I, wanting I to play up... that oh molly I it is really so good play it. it is so good i love it so much anywho anything else i really like my hero academia oh my i god, really same. like harry yeah. potter oh my god same. i really i really really like harry potter most most every fandom uh, of books except for maybe the clockwork angels which i haven't i tried to get into but i just couldn't i'm in most book fandoms i'm such a nerd but you know what that's why i'm hosting a D&D podcast that's why we love him i am also uh, for this podcast the music meister also neil Patrick Harris if you're watching this I love you. Uh, so any I don't think he's like
2: watching anything? You might be listening now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris, if you're watching, if you're listening, I loved you- I loved your role as the music meister in Batman: The Brave and the Bold. It's one of the reasons I chose to become a musical theater artist. But um, it- any songs uh, you hear, uh, they're mostly going to be done by me. I might have some friends here in Cornish help me record, but as of now, all the vocals, all the music is done by yours truly and the Garage Band. And that's it for me. So, we have spent a while at length talking about ourselves, but if we wanted to talk about ourselves, we wouldn't host a D&D podcast. You guys have characters. We
2: do. Yeah, yes. we have other versions of ourselves.
0: Yes, that we keep locked in the closet along with several exclusive dice sets and many, many players' handbooks.
2: Along with some uh, Buzz Lightyears that we may talk about on some podcast in the future,
0: yeah, maybe maybe one episode several months from now. Sorry, we are recording this. Um, we wanted to record this once we have have like fully fleshed out our characters. Like, this isn't at the end of the end of the series, and like we know all the spoilers, but it's it's a good de- ways into it around the the third arc um so we just wanted to make sure that we were saying our characters um getting our characters right um so we don't like hi i'm cowboy jones but uh i'm a cowboy but at the end uh but i'm actually a sailor uh by the end of the first arc and
2: when you gave away my character cowboy jones god his, damn it his cowboy familiar jones. is droopy dog
0: I am actually making a bunch of like stock characters I could use for any like one shot, but I'm getting to attach to them uh, so that I wanted to use them in a campaign. But it doesn't matter. One of them is very much a cowboy. Hello, cowboy. Come. His um, name's Troy. Uh, Troy Halrog, but he goes by Hal. Uh, he's like, Addy. Hey, all right. Yeah, can on, I on, help you? Sorry. Can we take, sorry. Can we, no, no. You're right on can track. We
2: take uh, I think Bridget was about to, or you were going to tell us a bit about the oh, world yeah. or the characters. characters. What's coming first?
0: Characters. Okay. I would like to. Oh, I'll start with the world because I I need to preface my big no-no. <laughs>
2: okay. Oh. Wait. Before we before we get into the yeah the thing that is a little through a little bit of a spin on it. Uh, I just want to address the audience right now and say if it sounds like uh, we're recording this from the old millworks building in the abandoned warehouse district, it's because as I mentioned before I do some 3D printing and uh, some of these prints take 50 hours and sometimes when they say they take 50 hours they take 60 hours and so I was not planning on it being recorded in the middle of this. So if oh. you can hear a little bit of a high-pitched whirring, that's the printer. I've put oh, up a little bit of a I sound barrier that was on the it.
3: fan in your house. I didn't know oh, that no, was the- your 3D printer
2: the fan in our house is like like silent and the air the ac is turned off it's just the the sound of the printer is like so if you hear that in the background it is because we are printing merch for you guys so um
3: Yeah.
0: yeah but um so i'm going to i'll start i will start by explaining the world our characters inhabit and cameron the dm thought he was a hot shot. I, I thought it was hot shit. I think la- the last campaign we did was pretty freaking epic, even if the ending was a bit flat. But yeah. um I mean, yeah, that we, was due to
2: We were pressed for that time. That
0: was due to Yeah, we were pressed for time.
3: We
2: can I mean, uh, we can address that now if you want. I mean, or later. I was just going to say I'm gonna throw this out real quick for everybody. Um, we'll often reference our previous campaign, or the last game we've done, or we'll call it, you know, the Hands of Fate campaign, or whatever. If you hear us referencing that, it is not something that you guys have missed out on. It's not like you're missing episode negative one hundred or something. It is something that we did last summer that we just recorded. Uh, we didn't record. We just did for ourselves, and um, it is. I mean, it was great. It was honestly one of, of the best campaigns I've ever played in. Uh, we all got our chemistry from there. It's where we got the idea to do this podcast, and so um, you haven't missed out on anything. It's not something that you should know about. So if you do, you know, feel like you're missing something, I promise you it's just something that is not publicly available.
0: So Cameron uh Cameron sort of made a DM no no. And I made an amnesia campaign. Boy fuck me. That was it was I'm telling you for a podcast that is one of the worst decisions I could make uh, because especially for a small podcast, maybe if if this was like three storylines later, no, don't, uh, please, DMs in the future, don't start with a, an amnesia campaign because your characters want to write back stories and then you're like, no, and, and I just, I'm just like, fuck, and it makes stakes so much harder. It makes your story so much more immense and wonderful but please for the love of god do not make an amnesia campaign at least starting out just don't do it don't think about it don't even don't even let the word amnesia echo from your lips unless you coincidentally have amnesia uh and you forgot i'm telling you this so don't make an amnesia campaign. At least for a podcast. Because it makes it, it makes setting up things a lot harder. Like I wanna place importance on you guys, and it makes it hard when you guys don't have stakes in the backstory. Once you guys have built up stakes, and they have throughout this arc, please stay and watch the that those beautiful relationships blossom it makes it easier but if you guys had backstories i could build off of it would have made made things so much better
3: oh, but and if you guys uh because cameron mentioned he was an actor earlier he's not the only one that's really good at acting stay tuned to see a scene where dylan breaks all of our hearts it was really great
2: <laughs> oh i appreciate oh, yeah. that
0: Hey, no, no spoilers. No spoilers. spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, now let me actually explain the world. Now that I'm done shitting on myself, um, so the land in which the people, uh, the people in this campaign inhabit, is called Arbitrium. Arbitrium is a rather large island. Think of it as, um, think of it as about the size of Australia. That's a good. That's a good size and a good island. Um and currently the land of our is devastated by this apocalyptic event that happened 75 years ago. Uh the players uh, have a general idea of what happens. I will uh I will do a small monologue at the beginning, but I'll do it here as well. So um I I put this in the first episode. But um, Uh, The matter at hand is that 75 years ago, the Demon Lord was released upon the land of Arbitrium. No one knows his name, so the people have dubbed him Drandrocall, the Inferno. With the aid of his blackened barons, he took over the land like a wildfire. Most of the population was wiped out, but some say in the breathing woods nightingales sing the resistance is small but willful drandro call and his barons don't leave their keeps except on rare occasions so wild and rogue demons roam the land doing whatever they please so uh, so out of my narrator voice essentially the land has been devastated by this uh, By this drandro call uh and his blackened Barons, which uh the party doesn't know this at the beginning but i'll 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 let you know um it uh, this uh this campaign is loosely based around the book of revelations with uh the seven deadly sins and like this whole sort of biblical apocalypse and also um because some hardcore DD nerds may give me shit for this but uh i'm thinking more like uh sort of bible demons not necessarily gary gygax forgotten realms demons so it's like um actually the the, the demon lords are actually just just trying to do this and and uh it, demon actually it's not demons it's fiends who have cognitive properties the demons are just like wild and they they don't have con they're they're just hungry i i don't care <laughs> I, I don't care. Uh, this is this is homebrew.
3: Cameron's like, this is my world. Shush. This
0: is this is my word painting. <laughs> if you want your own word painting, make your own word painting, or use one of Gary Gygax's, Rest in peace. Um, but uh, the Black and Barons, based off the Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, these guys don't know who Drandrocall is or what it is. It could be, it could be a puppy. That that would be one hell of a twist. Bet you didn't see that one coming. Just wait till episode seventy-eight, where where they have to fight Drandrocall the Inferno, also known as Tibbles. So. Um, I also answer several questions um, in in another section of the campaign, Uh, so if you have any questions, please tweet at us at powerword at pwc podcast or uh, comment on one of our Instagram posts at Chill. And with that, I would like to introduce you to the characters.
3: I don't
2: want to go first. Somebody else go.
0: (laughs) Then Dylan Cole Reyes (laughs) shall go first.
2: Oh god, okay. I'm going to start with my inner monologue. Someone has a soliloquy. With the sound of rushing wind and a single snick of a sword, the enemies don't know what hit them. A crimson blur, something from the shadows. Enemy approaching from the west. No, no, the east. No, I don't know. He's everywhere. With a single blade, all enemies are felled. Merit Pazaboy follows a strict code. Linger not on what cannot be changed, but when there's a chance for a wrong to be righted. You work your ass off until it is. Being a man of the blade requires responsibility. Any good Spider-Man fan knows that. You can't rush head in and attack whatever you like. And you can't linger in the back for fear of getting hurt. You study the enemy, assess the situation, and act accordingly. Everything by the book. Every world-ending situation, just another day at the office. You are trained unlike any others, and it's therefore your duty to handle situations commoners cannot. The weight of the world is on your shoulders and the fate of the world is in your hands. I am playing Merit Pazaboy. He is a human monk, and uh, basically, um, as we said before, he has no memories of his past, but um, he is sort of not old and wizened, but he is older. He's in his 40s, um, so he's definitely... Yeah, with his six intelligence. (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely... He is is wise. He is not smart. He has not been trained... um, Like, uh, he does start with a very low intelligence score, so... And it does not get better. Uh, So he does not, you know, he doesn't speak multiple languages. He just knows the one, and he mainly knows monk things and not much else. Um, But he is a man of the blade. He has his single uh, one blood red katana. Um, His favorite uh food is strawberries he loves them a lot um if you can picture just a 70 uh 70 a 70 year old man a 43 year old man uh he wears basically like a ninja garb um with red trim the rest is all dark uh dark gray for stealth um he also has a magic item as cameron allows all of us to pick one magic item at the beginning of the campaign to give us just a little bit of flair for our character and you know a little boost um his magic item is a gauntlet that he wears on his left arm with a red gem and when he touches the red gem, uh, it transforms him, if he's lucky, uh, into a kite. The bird, not the toy. The way that works mechanically is if I hit the red gem, I roll a d20, and as long as I don't roll a 1, I turn it into the animal or to the person, you know, back and forth. Uh, and if I do roll a 1, I am stuck in whatever form I'm in for the next hour. Um, but yeah, that is Merit Pazaboy. Um, he's the, as Cameron will, uh, begin to call him, the stoic monk. Um, and who knows, maybe he'll progress to becoming more of a likable guy. But, um, not that he's unlikable, but he'll become more of a soft boy later on. Possibly.
0: More, more of a Pazaboy. That's an excellent, that's an excellent note to end on. I hate on.
2: you, <laughs> All right, who's next? Bobby, <laughs>
3: hi. Because mine is super long. I'll flip a oh, okay. coin. Okay, well, mine is super short. Oh. So.
0: Okay, uh, we'll sandwich it. will like, be like you a sandwich. Like
3: Beth May, right there. It kind of tripped me out. i it. Who's Beth May? Oh. Ron Stampler. Oh, I'm laying down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe that's why.
0: <laughs> that's not good for. That's not good for your diaphragm. <laughs> you have to engage yourself.
1: Okay, so my character. Uh, her name is Coco Calypso, uh, she is my bard friend that I've made here, uh, she is my spunky Afro-Latina queen. Um,
0: I'll give some snaps to that.
1: <laughs> uh, Calypso is the kind of person who wakes up every morning, uh, very hopeful for the future, you know, she, uh, she wakes up, she brushes her teeth every morning and glances down. And uh, she has like a little friendship bracelet, you know, maybe wondering what could have been or what happened in the past, because this is, uh, you know, woke up with amnesia. We don't know what's going on here. Um, but she doesn't linger or like question it for too long. Uh, it's her reminder that she's not alone in this fight, but she's very grateful for the life she has now and excited to have the opportunity to save the world, which is what I'm assuming we're going to be doing, because, you know, this is d Um... <laughs> Polypso's magic item is an iridescent camera. Uh, basically I can take pictures of whatever I want, or whatever she wants, because she's very curious about the world around her, and, like, like plants, animals, like, people, enemies, like, um, just objects. I can take pictures of these different, you know, I can take pictures of whatever I want, and then, basically, get, like, background on it or she could tell, like, what it is or just to, just, like, for fun, just, like, figure out you know, more about the world around her because she doesn't know very much since she just woke up, doesn't know anything. So she likes having that, like, that power of knowledge, if you will. Um, that's about it. She wears bright colors. She's, she's, Great. I don't know. Where, you go? <laughs> Bridget,
0: take it away. All right, that's a great introduction to Callisto. <laughs> just. Uh... Oh
2: wow! Whatever you just did in like unzipping sounded like a record scratch, and it was amazing.
3: I um I moved because I'm sitting in a leather recliner, so I shifted to the side so I can look at my computer and make sure I'm not peaking the audio okay record scratch you're probably wondering how i
0: ended up in this situation
3: <laughs> okay so Callista. um so again we all have amnesia so i don't know uh much about my backstory anyway um calista is a tiefling which is half demon half demon she's a druid um She is in her early 20s I can't remember the exact age I said before so that's why you guys Are getting early 20s Okay Um, same here I didn't
1: mention that But okay go on
3: (laughs) She stands at about 5'7 but she appears larger Because of her horns Um, She weighs about 140 pounds But she has a slim and toned Muscular frame Uh, Calissa's skin tone is probably best Described as like a medium tan Color Um, she wears wears her waist-length black hair over her shoulder in a braid, and in her right ear, she has two small golden hoop earrings near the base. Um, on her left shoulder, there's an intricate black tribal tattoo. I don't know why, because, you know, backstory that is lacking here. Um... On her face, and between her second and third knuckles, she has orange markings that have thus far seemed permanent. Um, her purple horns are 3.5 inches, and they jut out from the top of her head. She also has a five-inch tail. That it's under. Five-inch tail. No, sorry, five-foot tail. i was was gonna retarded. say I was like, wow. Yeah, no, that's a I'm, re- penis. I'm retarded. Um, but I really shouldn't say that word because that's not nice. So I apologize. Nice. Um, anyway. Nice. Y'all are bad. Sorry. Y'all are very bad people. So she has a five foot tail. The underside is the same as her skin tone, but the top has—I don't want to say scales, but like a purple sheen that matches her horns, and. In case you guys are wondering, it's kind of like a dragon's tail in the way it points out several times near the end. Ooh, savvy. (laughs) Yeah, so there's that. Um, Callista she wears, like, olive green undergarments, and over it she wears a gray tunic that is longer in the back than it is in the front, um, it crosses over her chest and it has um, pink fringe that hangs from, you know, the majority of the tunic. Um, she wears thigh-high orange boots. The soles of my or her boots allow for her toes and her heels to be exposed to the ground. Um, she carries a six-foot-tall wooden quarterstaff that has a small orange orb near the bottom and a giant orange orb near the top. Um, she has sharp uh, teeth that she hides behind her lips that she can like always paint in like a deep red. The word I was looking for there was consistently, but it's early and I'm dying on the inside. so um, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So to see more of what like I envision Callista looking like, you can always look on my Instagram. I have posted pictures. It's at Bridget at PWC. That's bridge with a T at the end. Um, so moving on from all that appearance uh, stuff. So Callista, personality-wise, she's very interesting for reasons to do with her race. But she is also loyal to a fault if you're one to earn her trust. Um, she's very brave and prefers to take challenges head-on. And she does not like when things are withheld from her. So don't do that. Um Last thing about Callista is she has an animal companion. I was, all,
0: I was, I was about to think you were gonna forget about Omen, How and I was gonna I... be like, "Hi, I'm Cameron Varger, and I'm playing Omen."
3: How <laughs> did I forget about my good, good boy? I love him.
0: Good, good boy. Yes,
3: he is a great boy. Anyway, um, proceed. Yeah. So the last thing about Callista, she has an animal companion. His name is Omen, and he is a panther. Um. He has a bright orange tribal-esque tattoo that matches Callista on his short on his shoulder, I can speak. And he has the same uh, facial like markings. Tribal markings, yeah, you know what I mean. Ugh. Um, and bright yellow eyes, and he's he's such a good good boy. He's very uh, in tune with Callista, so whatever she feels, he picks up on that. So yeah, that's that's about it.
0: <laughs> and omen was a substitute for Bridget's choice of a magic item.
3: Yes, omen. Yes, that is the case.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, I'm Cameron Barger, and I'm everybody else and the world. <laughs> And the passing of time. I hi, I'm Cameron Barger, and I'm God.
3: Hi, God. I'm Dad.
0: Uh, as a D. De- <laughs> just round of applause, everybody. Probably peeking the shit out of the mic. <laughs> I don't usually cuss this much. It's just very early, and I spent and I stayed up till like four o'clock last night playing Fire Emblem.
3: Oh, I thought you were gonna say writing flavor text. That was like Cameron. <laughs>
0: Um. That too. <laughs>
3: um.
0: Yeah. As a DM, I really like flavored text. I'm somewhat of a railroader, but uh, it's for the sake of story. I feel. Yeah, it's sort of for the sake of story. I'll usually let my players like wander around, and then until they sniff out a trail, um, uh, if they find something else, I'll roll with it. But. Uh, for the most part, I, I like to keep to the story if they surprise me Oh, I am most definitely down to clown if they if they want to do something cool. They're doing something cool Nice, I
2: like okay. that. Yeah, Cameron is <laughs> usually a pretty uh, Cameron's usually a, a pretty cool DM when it comes to, you know, rule of cool and just like uh, making up things on the fly
0: But I, I, I try to stick to the rules, but sometimes I, I fail and I'm human, and I, I, gods can't be humans unless they're Jesus, and I'm not Jesus.
2: Although, ironically, we do meet someone who resembles Jesus in the first episode. Heck yeah, we do. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, hi, I'm Cameron Barger, and I'm playing, Redacted for spoilers. I mean, it's not necessarily much of a spoiler, but, all right. Um, we, we, we bid you adieu. Uh, we wish you fair travels. We wish you splendorous times. Uh, and we wish for you to enjoy our podcast. And as I always say at the end of this, huzzah and ta ta for now. Welcome to Power Word Show. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream.
3: Roll, roll, I feel like this is what roll, would play roll, if I was spiraling into insanity. Merrily,
0: <laughs> merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Row, row, row gently down, down the stream. stream. <laughs> merrily, 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 life is but a dream. The world was gonna roll me, I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Cameron,
3: what does your roommate Sorry. think of this?
0: He's not here yet.
3: God bless.